time for re-engineering your finances with the founder of CP Weldy Group, Charles Weldy. We're talking with Charles Weldy once again here on Re-Engineering Your Finances. Welcome back to another episode. I'm Walter Storholt. Charles is the founder and also a certified financial planner at CP Weldy Group, serving you in the Delaware and Chester County areas based in Chad's Ford, PA. Find us online at cpweldygroup.com. Charles specializes in creating tax-efficient retirement plans. On today's show, we're going to talk about who even needs a financial advisor. Who, who even needs you, Charles? Are you ready for this one? Yeah, ma'am. I hope I'm ready. <laughs> you better be. All right. So, uh, you know, some people feel that they'll save money by handling their investments themselves instead of working with an advisor. Uh, others may like the challenge of doing it themselves, and yet still others just don't know who to trust, so they end up not working with anyone. So I want to talk about, you know, why folks might need a financial advisor. What are some of the reasons, some of the triggers that could pop up in somebody's mind that maybe you'll identify with as you're listening to today's show and say, yeah, I probably need to work with somebody. If you match any of the following descriptions that we're going to give on the show today, uh, that would be a good reason to perk your ears up a little bit more closely. All right, so first one, Charles, is an obvious one, and I tend to fall into this category in certain things in life. And I tend to be a procrastinator, and sometimes I just need that good kick in the butt. And some people need that when it comes to their financial life, right? Yeah, absolutely, Walter. Like, procrastinator, I don't even know how to spell it. I figured, hey, you know what? I'll look it up <laughs> next Monday, you know? There you go. But anyway, um, you know, we're, we're all human, and, you know, obviously, sometimes you all need a kick in the rear end. And um, no matter how smart you are, you know, uh, what your level of expertise is, it's always, like, wise to maybe get a second opinion, maybe have some accountability to another party. I mean, we know that, you know, in terms of exercising and, you know, there's a lot of people, doctors and engineers that are very bright people, but when it comes to finances, maybe some of that like, you know, intellectual capital doesn't really like, you know, pour over into the financial world. So I would just say that, hey, you know, uh, just about everybody that has, you know, a certain level of, of assets and when I say certain level of assets, um, I'm kind of talking about like um, if they're afraid of running out of money, uh, if they have, um, you know, maybe like, you know, a $1,500, $2,500 budget to get a second opinion, they really should. Because I tell my existing clients and my you know, new prospects that I, I work with that, hey, this is probably going to be the best investment you ever made. Let's get like, you know, uh, uh, a review of your finances by an agnostic advisor that's going to tell you what you're doing well, what areas you need to enhance and improve upon. And uh, whether you decide to give that advisor, he or she, some or none of your assets, the financial plan in itself done properly is worth its weight in gold. Yeah, it's helpful, Charles, and a good way to start us off. So, yeah, procrastinating, if that is you, uh, might benefit by working with an advisor who can kind of help keep move that ball rolling for you. Another way that you might tell that you need an advisor is if you have no idea where to start when it comes to retirement planning. It's just like, you know, wh wh where's the starting line? You know, like I might be able to start running once I get there, but I, I can't even figure out where to begin. Yeah. I mean, that's a great question. And uh, I've had a lot of mentors in my career. One uh, mentor in particular, his name is Nick Murray. I got to give him credit. He's up in New York. He's probably in his like mid to late 70s now, but he's still going strong, like on the seminar circuit. And uh, he has the same message. And he has a formula that I've adopted. And the formula is this. You start with, hey, what's your income gap? That's really a key. What's your income gap? And what, you know, what that is defined is, 
you take your social security check coming in, you take your pension if you're fortunate to have one coming in, and any other guaranteed income that you have coming in, and you add it all up, and you know, whatever that total is, let's use an example, we add it all up, and the total is like $5,000 a month. And let's say like, hey, wait a minute, like we need $7,500 a month to function, you know, uh, you know, we're, we've got an income gap of 7,500 minus 5,000. We need $2,500 additional each and every month to, you know, live a comfortable retirement. So, you know, the formula is what's your monthly income gap? In this example, 2,500. Let's multiply it by 12 months. We get $30,000 a year. And let's multiply that by 10 years. And that's 300 grand. So what we should consider doing is segregating $300,000 of our investable assets and really investing it more conservatively so that we know that, hey, when we need that 2,500 a month, it's coming out like clockwork, whether the market's up, down or sideways, whether, uh, you know, the president is somebody we like, don't dislike, whether there's a war, no war, that money's going to be there. And what it does, Walter, it gives us permission to put the remaining money in that later bucket, the third category for growth. And, uh, you know, for the most part, determine like, hey, do we have enough? So let me kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of going off on a little tangent here, but let me just like get, get back to like, hey, we need 300 grand, you know, for the next 10 years, but how long are we going to live? Hey, we're, you know, we might live another like 25, 30 years. We have to divide that annual income gap by maybe four and a half percent. And why I say four and a half percent is historically, most people retire in their mid to late 60s. And when you add, you know, when you take four and a half percent distribution out, you know, there's a large probability that they're probably going to run out of time before they run out of money. They have enough assets. So that's going to let us know that, hey, they're going to probably need um, $300,000 divided by four and a half percent. I think it's somewhere around a million dollars to live 25, 30 years in retirement without running out of money. All right. Who even needs a financial advisor? Another sign that it might be you. You don't know what you don't know. Sometimes you don't even know the right questions to ask. Now, if you don't know what you don't know, Charles, I will admit it might be hard to know that you don't know that you don't right. know that you need yeah. to know. Basically, we all heard the expression, it's, it's what you learn if you know it all that makes all the difference in the world. And no matter how smart we are, you know, the biggest room for improvement is the room for learning. And one example in my life is that, you know, I'm a very accomplished financial planner, but I always had or I thought I had like, um, you know, like a, a blind spot with life insurance. Um, you know, life insurance to me, um, you know, I believe in it. I think most people, if they understood it, would probably purchase more of it because it is a great, you know, uh, a tool for wealth transfer. But um, uh, a case in point is I actually got back from Kentucky about a week ago. I went down there for one purpose. Like there's an actuary by the name of Martin Ruby that I sat with for over eight hours. Full disclosure, it just wasn't me. There was about 40 other financial professionals, but most of them were insurance agents, exclusive insurance agents trying to learn like his system on how to like actually sell life insurance. I went down there with one purpose. My purpose was like, hey, I always thought that, you know, if I had a policy, let's just say a $500,000 death benefit, and I had say $300,000 of cash value in that policy, that, hey, if I needed to borrow money, it came from the $300,000 cash value. So I'll give you an example. It might be easier for our listeners to understand. If I have an insurance policy that death benefit 500 grand, 
cash value 300 grand and I choose to borrow $50,000 for my policy, I had thought as a, you know, CPA certified financial planner that automatically that $50,000 would come right out of that $300,000 cash value, leaving me 250,000 left over for growth in my policy. Follow me so far? I got you. Yep. All right. Uh, that is the case in certain circumstances, but in most circumstances, if it's structured properly, when you take the $50,000 out of the um, insurance policy, instead of it coming out of the cash value, it comes out of the death benefit. So instead of ha- now, instead of having a $500,000 death benefit, now I only have a $450,000 death benefit if I passed away because obviously it's a $50,000 loan. Follow me so far? I'm with you. All right. However, the $300,000 that's in the cash value remains in the cash value, all right? Earning like interest, you know, or whatever. Um, So my point is that if an insurance policy is structured properly, when you take loans out, you can still make like tax-free compounding lifetime interest on your cash value as long as it's designed properly. I know it, you know, for listeners on the podcast, you know, they might be somewhat confused. I was confused, but now I'm really like clear on the fact that, you know, when you purchase life insurance, you have to have like, you know, someone who specializes in it to design a policy that's going to perform the way you want it to perform. Because today's policies, um, you know, in case you're not aware of it, aren't just for like, hey, when I die, my family gets 500000 It's like, hey, if they're designed properly, you might be able to pull income like each and every year from your policy that would mirror a Roth IRA without the risk of being in the stock market. Also, if it's designed properly, you might access or be able to access um, a long-term care benefit to the tune of $500,000. How this works is, Some of these policies are designed that, hey, if Charles needs to access his half a million dollar death benefit before he passes away because he has a need for long-term care, we'll allow Charles to take 2% of his death benefit, 2% of a half a million is $10,000 a month. And for the next four years, instead of paying Charles like 500,000 upon his demise or his beneficiaries 500,000 upon his demise, we're going to pay him $10,000 a month for up to four years uh, for long-term care coverage. So my point is that if most consumers were aware that, you know, you can get long-term care coverage as an asset, not an expense, because obviously if you don't use it, you get a death benefit and you have a policy design that not only will give you a death benefit or a long-term care benefit, but possibly give you a tax-free income for a certain period of time, most people would take off that skeptical hat of theirs and they would be open-minded about, hey, what's the possibility of maybe shifting some of my retirement assets from you know, an account that is forever taxed to an account that never will be taxed and could provide me with you know, the, the long-term care that I might eventually need with a tax-free income that might be a good supplement to my other income or a good wealth uh, transfer vehicle so that my children or grandchildren can inherit some of my assets tax-free. So again, uh, long-winded answer to like, um, you know, you don't know what you don't know, but, you know, uh, I've been studying and learning for the last 35, 40 years and I'm almost having now an aha moment with life insurance where it really is a great 
vehicle for most people if they took the time to keep uh, to have an open mind and understand how it might positively impact them and their family in the future. Helpful information there, Charles, no doubt about it. So you don't know what you don't know. Uh, obviously, you can take that in a lot of different directions, but just an important realization to have that you uh, you need to make sure you're asking the right questions. And if you don't even know those, uh, well, that, that's where some expert help can come in handy. Another great example of why you might need a financial advisor would be you don't really have the time to devote to it that you should. Remember, we're talking about needing to know 401ks, IRAs, tax implications of various things, income planning, all the other products that exist out there, the insurance world, the banking world, so many moving parts. Charles, that can be time consuming to try and become, you know, a little bit of an expert in all those areas. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You're right, Walter. Um, You know, I always like ask people like when you retire, what are you retiring to? You know, do you want to watch markets or you want to watch your grandkids? I mean, realistically, I know that there's people that love, you know, finance and they love to do it yourself. And that's great. But, you know, most people, they don't really have the time, the energy, the interest in, you know, looking at their portfolio, you know, month to month to month. And uh, having like a, a professional that actually puts them in a portfolio that really is designed to give them the income they need when they need it, regardless of what the market you know does up, down, sideways. Um, I, I think people uh, really should do, you know look at you know what they w- really want to do in retirement, time wise, and ask themselves: Am I willing to spend um, uh, you know eight hours a week uh, on my finances, or I rather spend that you know doing things that you know. I work for all my life and travel and, you know, visit the grandkids and maybe take up a hobby. I mean, everybody's different, but by and large, um, you know, it took me 30 plus years to get to where I'm at and I still don't know it all. I would just, uh, you know, suggest that most people that do it themselves, there's a lot that you're going to be missing because as you said earlier, taxes, you know, insurance, market volatility. Uh, there's so many issues, longevity risk uh, that, you know, maybe you know, someone like me that helps hundreds of people retire uh, could really make a huge impact for, you know, someone as opposed to someone trying to go it alone do it themselves. They only get to retire once. You know, I've seen hundreds of retirees and I think uh, I might bring a little bit more to the table in terms of, um, you know, uh, saving people time and money, you know, and energy. Great points all the way around, Charles. All right, one more example of why you might need a financial advisor. You hear a lot of conflicting opinions in the media, and you don't know who to listen to. That can be a tough position for somebody to be in when they know they want some help, but don't know who they can get that help from. Yeah. Well, two names that come to mind as I uh, listen to that comment is Susie Orman and Dave Ramsey, all right? So let's just talk about Susie Orman first. Susie Orman doesn't like annuities, right? And again, like uh, I did some research and 28% of the people don't like annuities. They didn't want to talk about annuities. And that's fine. I mean, I, you know, I can respect people's opinion. But, you know, the reality of it is, is like most people, the other like, side of the story is most people are afraid of running out of money. And like when you're afraid of running out of money, a potential solution is to have a lifetime annuity, lifetime income benefit. So the reality of it is, is like, you know, you really need to, you know, maybe, you know, have an open mind and look at the advantages and disadvantages of certain things. So Susie Orman, you know, hey, I give her like a lot of uh, accolades for getting to where she's at, but I'm not so sure that some of the information she's dispensing is information that I would agree with. The second uh, name that comes to mind is Dave Ramsey. Now, Dave Ramsey, his big thing is like getting out of debt. 
right? Yet, like most people have the bulk of their retirement savings in pre-tax accounts. And when you have your money in pre-tax accounts, you do have a creditor and the creditor for just about every one of us is Uncle Sam uh, and yeah, maybe the state that we live in. Um, so, you know, if somebody has a million dollars in their retirement account at 25% marginal tax rate, they have a quarter of a million dollar debt. Uh, so um, I guess my point is like conflicting opinions, getting out of debt, you know, that you know might not include taxes uh, in Dave Ramsey's world, but in my world, it does. I'm trying to think of some other conflicting opinions out there, like insurance, like insur insurance isn't a good investment. That's another you know, uh, item that could be conflicting. And uh, as I said earlier in, on either this podcast or a previous one, if that life insurance policy is designed properly, right, that could be a good investment, you know? So again, you know, I would just urge people who have opinions, like our really our opinions are based on our education and our experience. And, you know, those opinions as a general rule are, you know, um, clouded, you know, based on our experience and our education. I would just be open-minded to additional experiences and additional education, and then perhaps make an informed decision looking at, you know, the advantages and disadvantages of whatever, you know, uh, item they're looking at, as opposed to like, hey, and nobody's a bad Life insurance is not a good, you know, investment. And, uh, you know, I'm out of debt, even though I have a million dollar uh, IRA. Helpful, Charles. I love it. And uh, thank you for all the detail on today's show. Different things we can be thinking about and absorbing here. Who even needs a financial advisor? Well, if you identified with any of the different pieces of the puzzle that we discussed on today's show, it could be you. And if that's the case and you need some help with your financial plan, with your retirement future, give Charles a call at 610-388-7705. That's 610-388-7705. He's the founder and a certified financial planner at CP Weldy Group. 610-388-7705 or go to cpweldygroup.com for more information and to get in touch. And we'll put all the contact information for Charles in the description of today's show so that's easy for you to find. Charles, appreciate the help. Thanks for filling us in on who even needs a financial advisor and we'll have another great show with you in a few weeks. Thank you, Walter. Appreciate it. All right, that's Charles. I'm Walter. We'll see you next time right back here on Reengineering Your Finances. Financial planning and advisory services are offered through Prosperity Capital Advisors, PCA, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Registration as an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. The CP Weldy Group and PCA are separate, non-affiliated entities. PCA does not provide tax or legal advice.